what am I supposed to do? This is my question to everybody, to the universe. What am I supposed to do? And I brought that question to my business coach and she asked me, well, Anita, what do you typically do when you're really stressed out? And I'm like, well, I usually go for a walk in the forest. And she's like, perfect. Here's what you're going to do for the next 30 days. Every day you are going to go for a walk in the forest. And I'm like, what? I can't do that. I don't have time for something no time. like that. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, what kind of business coach tells her client to go for a walk in the forest? I need business advice, not nature therapy, right? <laughs> Somehow manages to get a commitment out of me. Welcome to Into the Light Podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today, we have Anita Adams. Anita is a coach and author fueled by Pandemic Insights, she guides individuals towards joy, purpose, and well-being. Her forthcoming book, Whispers of the Soul, provides valuable, really valuable guidance. And listeners can also delve into her wisdom through the top-ranked Joyful Journey podcast and her amazing Wisdom Way program, which fosters abundance, impact, and spiritual growth for her clients. Thank you so much, Anita. That's amazing. Thank you for being here. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for inviting me to be on your show. This is just wonderful. Oh, I'm so excited to have you because I was just looking at all the things you do and reading some of your bios and some of the work around all of the things you're launching with the Wisdom Way program and the Whispers of the Soul. So I'm excited to talk to you today about all kinds of things, finding clarity in these changing times, because I know I mentioned you seem to have a lot of pandemic insights and what's going on with the world right now. So yeah, I'm just excited to have you and delve into all these areas. Awesome. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So I wanted to just ask you, I know you have your Whispers of the Soul book. Is that the, what you're kind of focused on? How, 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 tell me a little bit about where that book came from and how you, you started on this journey. Yeah, thanks. It's a little bit of a story and I'll, I'll try to give it to you in a nutshell. I, I guess you could call it my former life. I was the founder and executive director of a national arts organization that promoted Canadian film and talent. And I ran that business for 18 years. And then uh, the pandemic came game. And mm. all of a sudden, all of my partners pulled out, all of my funding was gone. And I was responsible for my staff and for the maintenance of this company and all the um, responsibilities that it had and that we had committed to as an organization. And I was feeling incredibly overwhelmed. I've never felt so anxious in my life. It was the, the worries of the what was happening in the world was one thing. And then what was happening in my personal life was like just this big pile, messy pile. I became this messy pile. I was so stressed out. 
And I, I was constantly asking, what am I supposed to do? This is my question to everybody, to the universe. What am I supposed to mm -hmm. do? And I brought that question to my business coach and she asked me, well, Anita, what do you typically do when you're really stressed out? And I'm like, well, I usually go for a walk in the forest. And she's like, perfect. Here's what you're going to do for the next 30 days. Every day you are going to go for a walk in the forest. And I'm like, what? I can't do that. I don't have time for something no time. like that. Yeah. And in my head, I'm thinking, what kind of business coach tells her client to go for a walk in the forest? I need business advice, not nature therapy, right? <laughs> Somehow manages to get a commitment out of me. So the only way I can make this work was by going first thing in the morning at the crack mm -hmm. of dawn before anybody else was up and I would be marching down to the forest. Mosquito Creek Park was the the park in my backyard practically. And it's just me and the birds and the occasional coyote. And I was the same thing. I was demanding of the universe. What am I supposed to do? And that was my mantra every day. And something interesting started to happen slowly, not like right away, but slowly over this, the weeks that I was going down into the forest, I started to feel calmer and I started to connect with my environment. And I started to actually fall in love with this beautiful surroundings. And I was actually feeling grateful to my business coach for getting me out and starting my day like this. And in this new elevated state of awareness and appreciation and love for my environment, I put out that same question, what am I supposed to do? And that's when I heard it, a whisper, a whisper. It was my voice, it was, um, but it was like an older, wiser version of me. And it just said, what do you want to do? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, what, what do you mean, what do I want to do? What am I supposed to do? No, Anita, the question is, what do you want to do? Mm. And that stumped me. It totally stumped me. And later um, that day, I found myself at the, in the bookstore, at, in the spirituality section. And, and mm. there was a book that caught my eye, Conversations with God by Neil yeah. Donald Walsh. I have that, yeah. <laughs> oh, such a, I've read it three times now. Actually. Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they do so much good work with like humanities team and all of that, yeah. that for human consciousness. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, his words really resonated with me. And there was mm. just one, one line that I, that it felt like it leapt off the page that day while I was sitting in the bookstore. And it was this one thing it said, frustration and anxiety come from not listening to the soul. Mm. And I realized I wasn't listening to my, my soul. I wasn't tuning in. I was so focused on what was going on out here and in my world that I wasn't really connecting with what was important to me, what I mm -hmm. really wanted. And so I made it my mission to figure out how to connect with that part of myself. Mm. And over the next several weeks, I continued every day going into the forest Nature, and trying yes. to figure out what the formula is to connect right. with that self. And then I, I discovered it. I discovered what, what it really is. And I, pretty, I practically said it already. It was getting present with my mm. environment, feeling gratitude and just getting really connected. And in that calmness where you don't have that monkey noise going on up here all the time in your head you can really tune into your body and tune into your mm. soul and that's, that's so important okay, yes that story. 
Oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. That gave us, that gave me so much background and I love the theme obviously of, of being in nature. And I know that, that, that your book is about nature being this portal to your higher self. So it sounds like you were connecting to your intuition and our higher self version of ourselves. That's, that's trying to, that we're trying to access. I, I always talk to guests about their vibration and their energy frequency and and how, how we're, we're in alignment and trying to tune into our intuition and have that communication. So that's such an important part of, part of that spiritual experience. And just going into nature, I mean, I have been watching like on, I don't know if you've seen it on Netflix, like the, the earthing, there's an, there's a, there's a documentary about grounding and earthing and mm-hmm. walking barefoot and how it regulates our nervous system. And that's what you were saying. It sounds like from anxiety. So just, I keep hearing like nature is the best medicine, right? That just reminds me of that. So, and that's great how you said it came from your business coach. Like you were obviously being directed in what was like you needed most in your life and like self-care and all of that. So tell me a little bit about like what you give as tips for people who want to focus on their self-care. Like why is it important to do this work and where does that take us on our spiritual journey? Yeah, great. You said something uh, earlier about um, raising the vibration, right? Mm, Yes. So yeah, and that is, that's it. That's really important. If we want to um, connect with our higher self, if we Mm -hmm. want to feel good, if we want to experience more joy in our life, we need to raise our our vibration. Yeah. And, and what happens when we we're in that higher vibrational frequency is we end up taking inspired action towards mm-hmm. the goals that we want to create for our lives. So right. there's so many important reasons to create that state of higher vibrational energy, frequency, emotions. And right. there's, for me and for many, being in nature is, is simply just one way of doing it. And it's, I find it a, a very productive way to increase your vibrational energy because it's it doesn't require you to sit still when mm-hmm. some people myself included i've had challenges yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and medit you hear a lot of people talking about meditation and the value of meditation and, and it but meditation is a fabulous way to raise your vibration and quiet your mind however it's not easy for a lot of people and yeah. i it wasn't easy for me especially if you have a lot going on in your life a lot of anxiety or just um the daily stressors getting into nature can mm-hmm. be the, the quicker easier access to that higher self and that raised vibration and there's really like joy awe and love are three very high vibrational frequencies. And I find all those three things when I go for a walk in nature, Mm -hmm. I find a deeper love for my environment, which then spills over for a love for self, which opens and expands your heart and you're able to receive and hear the messages of the divine or God or your higher self, whatever your word is for intuition, whatever, right? You have to have an open receptor and that's your heart which opens when mm. you're in a state of awe or state of joy or state of love. So so my my main tip, my big push, if you will, is to encourage people to get out into nature. Try to do it daily if you can. Science has backing the 
improving the benefits of mm -hmm. time in nature. In fact, they, science is now saying that 120 minutes a week is what the threshold is the point where you start to experience the benefits of nature mm -hmm. now that can be 120 minutes a week in one go or you can mm -hmm. break that up into like 17 18 minutes a day or however however mm -hmm. you want i personally think the best benefits come from a daily practice so yeah. that's what i i encourage um, amazing yeah i mean I'm trying to get out into nature more. And like you said, I, I also have a challenge sitting still in meditation and I definitely prefer like movement. I've been doing a lot of yoga, Pilates, ascension yeah. exercises that I post online and things that I'm doing in nature as much as possible. And it makes a huge difference in our, like our emotional state of just feeling joyful and trying to, trying to create that space and that pause time to not have things running through our head all the time or be like in go, go, go mode. And it's just, it's, it's so important. So, and I like what you said earlier, what did you call it? The inspired action. So yeah. yeah. How does that work? What do, what do you really create there with, with who you work with your clients? Are you t talking about how, how can we like understand that concept and then have results in our life from this? Yeah, from that's this what stuff. we want. We want results. Yeah, we want right? results. <laughs> what are exactly. we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Well, have you, have you ever felt low during the day? Like you got up and you just, just didn't feel, you know, weren't happy for whatever reason. It's yeah. really hard to move forward with a vision when you're in, in that state of mind. Lower right? state, anxiety. Yeah. Or just, yeah, you have this low energy state. So what happens in a low energy state is that we, we take either frustrated action or right. frustrated inaction. And both of those have consequences and they, they don't move you further along on your journey or they'll move you very slowly along in your journey. Mm -hmm. However, mm -hmm. when you have inspired action, then you are, you are up what you're moving your vision f further along um, because you're being more creative, you're energized, you're excited, you have deeper belief in yourself. And that inspired action comes from self-care, from um, time, time. For me, it's time in nature. And I keep going back for me, it's time in nature. For a lot of people, it's time in nature. But you can find that inspired action by, by finding ways of taking care of yourself. And a big part of it is unplugging from the craziness of, of, of the world, of the pings and the pangs and all the stuff that's going on with being connected to your computer and yeah. stepping away, doing something that brings you joy. That's, right, right. that's what it comes down to finding. Yeah. Things. Some people like dancing or singing yeah. or yeah. Other, other forms of just energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah in our body it, so yeah and it raises your your vibration gets you into an inspired state and then you are going to see creative solutions to problems you're going to have great ideas about how to move forward you're going to believe in the possibilities for yourself so you are literally stepping into inspired action and you move forward with your with your goals much faster so right. this is this yeah. is how i work with my my clients i do something really it's so ridiculously simple. And I love the simplicity of it because it really makes a big difference. And I think some people at first, kind of like my business coach, she's like, and I'm like, you're telling me to go for a walk in nature. What, what kind of business coach does that? Well, I tell my clients to do something called joy spotting and joy spotting is such a simple, beautiful concept where you just take the time to notice what brings you joy. Like just, it's just a moment. It's like, 
seeing a dog run across the field mm -hmm. with its its tongue lolling and its tail wagging like that brings me joy or listening to <laughs> children in the park laughing that I notice it and I'm like, oh, that, I love that laugh. Or somebody tells me a joke at the cashier or checkout. And these are little moments of, of joy. And at the end of each day, what I, I guide my clients to do is take, I have a journal by their bed, their joy journal, and simply write out what were the moments today that brought me joy. And this is a beautiful way to raise your vibration but it's also, it also helps you to recognize the things that are important to you and mm -hmm. it can help guide you down. I call them the spiritual breadcrumbs. You're picking up spiritual mm -hmm. breadcrumbs by noticing what brings you joy and that's taking you down a path to where you are going to create the best version of you if you're paying attention to what brings you yes, joy. Oh. Totally. Well, like I've heard it described or we've talked about people talk about the flow state and being in this elevated consciousness where you're feeling these joyful vibes, you're reflecting, you're in gratitude and you're, it's like you described it as a closeness or like you feel closer to your higher self and your consciousness. And it's like our, I think of it as the connection to God. Like, I don't know if you have that belief system, but do you feel like that's, that's really a true, like you called it the spiritual breadcrumbs. Do you feel like this is what really like takes us towards whatever our belief system is around God. And is that, is that what it's done for you? For me, for sure. Yeah. You know, some, of, some of my clients are not religious per se. They don't mm -hmm. necessarily believe in, in God. I think they can still um, benefit from this practice. But for me, it is definitely a spiritual journey that takes me closer to, to God and all that is. And that's my belief. God, we're, mm -hmm. God is part of me. I'm part of God. We're, we're all part of, one or this right. massive beautiful big one being but yeah absolutely it's it's a spiritual journey to my highest best self you know? right right like we talk about unity consciousness or yeah. being part of that collective and mm. and everything being connected in that way so I love that it, it's beautiful I, I come from a Muslim background so I'm always interested to talk to people about how these practices align spiritually or religiously and all of that, because I find it to be really interesting the way that we, we have alignment and, and you don't, it's not contradictory to other beliefs or spiritual traditions in any way. And so it sounds like you work with clients from all different backgrounds and religions and things like that. Can you tell me a little bit about like what kind of like transformative result like things that they're doing like are they I mean we always talk about stepping into your best and highest self life and achieving this the, this connection but what does that really look like when you're doing the work with clients yeah thank you for asking it really depends on what the client is trying to achieve obviously mm. um yeah. I take a very holistic approach to um, my coaching so I really believe that if you're out of alignment in one area in your life, then it's going to affect all areas. So mm -hmm. nothing's off the table when a client comes to me. So we're, mm -hmm. we'll look at your spiritual well-being, your mental, emotional, physical, financial, relational, and creative being your work well-being. So they, they all work together. They all work and, together. Yeah, yeah. So as far as finding results, what a lot of my clients are come to me with is trying to, they have an, an idea of where they want to be and they have a, a persona of who they believe they are. And often the two don't, don't 
don't match. And right. so our goal, our work together is how do we bridge the gap? How do we go from where I am right now and the person I am right now to being the per this this other person, this other create this life that I really want to create. And there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of times what's missing is the confidence, the belief in in self to get there. Sometimes what's missing is simply to just they're, they're not even clear what they really want. They just know that they're unhappy in what's going on right now. So we, we will take time to evaluate. Well, where where are we out of alignment with who we really are? So there's there's I call it there's three there's three pillars that I work with and it's it's a look look listen uh, learn approach so kind of try to keep it simple looking inward is the first work that we do always looking inward to understand who you really are and what you really want then developing the listening skills to tune in to listen to that inner wisdom or intuition or again whatever your word is for that and then the third part is leaning in and trusting that that inner wisdom to learn what you need to learn to be the the person or create the life you want to create so it's a it's a journey and I, I, that's what i call the wisdom way that's the wisdom, wisdom way, way. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. program that i teach which is look listen learn the three pillars to creating the life that you really want to create that is aligned mm -hmm. with who you truly were born to be yeah i love that and how how long i mean i know we talk about how some some of this stuff takes a lot of time right because I know for me, and when I talk about the spiritual journey process, there's a lot of turmoil that tends to start to happen because a lot of it is surfacing our interpersonal relationships and our careers and things are being like, you know, swept up on, from underneath us when, when we have a redirect. And so tell me about how like how how long this process takes or what the program was like looking like or what you usually see because people will be going through this for months and years sometimes and they don't know what's going on and, and I love coaching because I know that's why it provides that level of support and really fostering that those transitions but yeah tell me a little bit about what you see as, as far as like how long the program takes or, or where right. we go with this mm -hmm. so my programs are three six and twelve months but I've had mm -hmm. clients that want to stick with me longer as well so yeah. it's because as you grow and develop you start to see more areas where you can push the boundaries, push your, mm -hmm. your comfort zone and continue to grow. Do we ever stop growing? Really? It's right? always, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like so, always a process. <laughs> yeah. And it really depends on where, where you're at. Like, I don't want to work with anybody for less than three months because I don't think you can see mm -hmm. any, any real transformation in anything under three months. Within three months, you should, you should have, if you're clear, about what it is that you want. And that's the other thing. A lot of people, they, they're just not clear about what mm. they want. And it takes time working together to find that clarity. And then once you find the clarity, then you can map out the strategy on how to get to where you ult ultimately want to get. So it's really individual. I have some clients that are, that are so keen and they do the work and they're, Oh, I find they're, they're so fun working with these clients because they're they, they're like sponges. They, they eat it up and they they want to grow. And then I've had I've had a couple clients that I think they felt like they they should be doing something, but they're not really super motivated for the, mm -hmm. the personal growth or the spiritual growth. So it's slower. It's it's slower. But the ones that are, are keen and 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 really have a 
something that they're they're striving for they do the work and they see progress mm -hmm. faster so. where do, where do they where do people struggle most in this in this process like where do you see where we find like generally the the biggest challenge self-love that yeah. always the best and worst answer <laughs> yeah it's so interesting it really is and that uh, kind of surprised me but it didn't because that was my thing too like I, I didn't, it was my lack of love for self that prevented me from achieving certain things in my life and from moving forward with things. When you have a deep love of self, that's when you become un, unshakable. Mm -hmm. unshakable. So that I, I invest a lot of time with my clients on, on that. Sometimes it's, it's, I don't spell it out as, as self-love, but ultimately yeah. it is, it's about becoming unshakable. And the only way to become unshakable is by having a really strong foundation of love for self. And that's where, that's how we create a better world too. When we love ourselves, if we love ourselves deeply, there, there's no room for hate for mm. anybody. Right. Right. So it starts there. And I feel very driven to help people find that love for self. Right. And we, it's like we, every day, it, we might even have daily examples that come up where we're tested, right? Where we have to, like for me, I've been having a turbulent week. I've been doing, dealing with issues with custody and all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, I, I felt a lot better this last time because I feel like, oh, I could have done this better. And you look back and you should have done that. And then and you, mm. you didn't, you missed this. And instead of like banging myself up about it, I just, instead I'm like, I did the best. I, I love what I did. It was good. It was the best I could have done. And like, you, you just have this general response of different, like just, it takes you, it takes you out of that lower state, that real exactly. angst, exactly. like things are going wrong. I didn't do it. I, I, it should have done this and beat myself up. And it's like, it's so important to be like, no, I love, I did good. That, that was pushing me. And like, maybe I, I recognize where I have weaknesses, but I'm actually grateful that I'm aware of that now. And it's like, this is coming as a, what hap life happens for you, not to you kind of response that we start learning all the time, even when, even when we're in these stressful environments. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. a really great awareness to have that life happens um, um, for me, not um, to me. Yeah. And when you have that mindset, you can you can look at difficult situations and, and ask what what is mine to learn from this? Where, where what am I, I here to learn from? Yeah, like what yeah, did I? <laughs> where, where is the gift? There always there's always a gift somewhere it might come later. But there's a gift somewhere. And that gift is in that the expansion of your beingness, you possibly mm. or wherever so but yeah totally. and, and when we we are able to shift the thoughts so awareness is the very first thing right having the awareness right, right. of that that negative thought and then you can shift the thought and choose a different thought because your thoughts will dictate your results 100 percent dictate your results so that's right. a lot of the work that we do is identifying thoughts and then working with a client to choose a different thought that's mm -hmm. going to lead to a different outcome so right I hear a lot about that time The it's almost like becoming react, not becoming responsive versus reactive. And you take a, I've heard it described as, I mean, people talk about regulating their nervous system and finding space before taking action and becoming a more neutral observer when that's happening. So I, I really, that, that, that sounds like such important work. And is that something you also talk to your clients about? Are they, are they able to kind of regulate and then, and then mm -hmm. have improvement in anxiety and stress and things like that in their, in their life? 
Yeah, actually, and I'll share a really simple little technique. It's such an easy one to remember and practice. It's called the yeah. stop, stop technique. Okay. And so when if something is happening in life that you're feeling rattled, it could be an argument with your partner or your kids are doing something that's totally pissing you off or something happens at work, whatever, like you're just yeah. feeling like you're ready to, to explode or whatnot. So the stop technique is, it's an acronym, stop what you're doing, take three deep breaths, observe what is going on around you, but most importantly, observe what's happening within you. And then P is proceed with love. What would love choose to do in this moment? <laughs> yeah, not, not your ego, lower rage self, uh, right? <laughs> Sometimes I'm challenged in that department. So I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would love do right now? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, exactly. But even if you just got to the take three deep breaths and that would make a difference. It you does, know, like it just, really does. Just needs that little bit of space to mm -hmm. calm your your neutral system and <laughs> your nervous system and and then you can you can move forward but if you can get yeah, to yeah. the 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 p to proceed with love you are golden <laughs> oh my gosh well i love that you have all of these like te techniques and tips and tricks because yeah. it sounds like these are daily things that we want to incorporate in our life and i what i like about your work is it sounds like you mentioned holistic and like there's, there's a lot of different ways. It's, it's like not, not just a one, one size fits all approach. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So yeah, I love that because people sounds like they can come to you and wherever they're at and whatever their like interests are. And then like, I like to think of it, like bringing out those, those best qualities or whatever they enjoy most. And then like your coach did for you just to like, do that every day. Right. At least you can, you can start with that. Right. That's the yeah. first step. <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the simplicity is really key. We try to make it too difficult. Mm. It's, it's really hard to, hard to change if you're, if the, the task is a difficult one. Right. Right. And what do you say to people when they're like, I would love to do this work, but I just have too much going on. Like, I mean, it's even hard to carve out, like you said, to get that nature walk in. Like, what do you, what do you best recommend when, when someone is just having a really hard time with, with just too much going on to try and do this work right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good question. So what I, I do a couple things or I encourage a couple things. One is to get my clients to time block, to mm -hmm. take an inventory. This takes a little bit of effort actually to do an inventory of where you're actually spending your time and then make the things that like a, a walk for yourself or maybe it's a 10 minute yoga practice or a 20 minute meditation whatever it may be make it a non-negotiable and put it into your your calendar because oh, okay. these little activities like it seems like how am i going to fit that in but the reality is they they will make you more productive right and, and that's what you know you ultimately <laughs> want like it sounds it is key and it sounds it sounds counterintuitive to take time away from doing my work to go for a walk but again, studies have shown, have proven the productivity levels of people when they unplug from being on a computer all day and move their body, when they come back and work on their, on their stuff, they get a lot more done. So yeah. I think you have to experience that to, to really believe it. And then once you do, you will start making that, that regular commitment. And in the meantime, just make it a non-negotiable block out, go through your calendar and say, okay, I can fit in 20 minutes here. What the beginning is, I, I'm going to get up 20 minutes earlier so I can make this 
this work. And that's all you need really is 20 minutes of time doing this. And you don't have to go into, like I'm talking specifically now about nature walks. You don't have to go into the forest to get the benefits. You can walk around your neighborhood and still <laughs> yeah, get neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Trees, flowers. It's, yeah. it's all goodness. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> or do 20 minutes of gardening or whatever. Mm, I love that. Like yeah. Just being outside away from your computer, away from the chaos, connecting with mother earth will have incredible benefits for you. Totally. Yeah. Or take a pet outside. I have a little hamster, uh, my son's hamster. His name is Zumi. And <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I post off him sometimes, but he has a little harness that I, he's like, really, it's just time to go out there. I water some plants that he just, I walk, keep an eye on him. And then, <laughs> awesome. so that, that was one of my techniques this year. I love it. <laughs> awesome. It's, love it's it. true. We have to, we have to really time block. And that also helps us in other ways on our spiritual journey too, because a lot of people struggle with structure and taking action and implementing things every day. And so I feel like it helps the whole, the whole 360 of us when we're, when we're doing this work. And it's kind of like, we're seeing more and more focus. I love what you mentioned about it being like the science facts, like, and that's just not like, oh, 30% of things or 60%. It's like, really, no, this is, everyone is benefiting. And like from the pandemic, we, you, you have obviously that created a whole mental health crisis that we're all dealing with on some level. So yeah, this is like, these are the solutions more and more that we're seeing that people need to do. So I just love that. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I also think of it like I do, I, I talk all, all to my guests on the show about like the spiritual awakening and like you did in the beginning, it's kind of, we connected to this elevating and improving the states of human consciousness as a collective, right? So mm -hmm. I feel like we're all here doing this work and, and, and collectively with the unity consciousness, improving our vibration and part of our ascension process and all of that. So yeah, like law of attraction and, and all everything going on in the that we it, learn about in the universe. <laughs> yeah, it does. It seems like more and more people are having these kind of conversations, which I find really exciting. I, I feel the evolution. Like I feel mm -hmm. like we are, we are evolving and growing and more and more people are, are expanding that the heart centers are expanding. And, right. and I'm seeing it with my children. Like they're, they're so much more confident and grounded and, and advanced than totally. I was at their age. And I'm like, I think that, I think that's a sign of us as a species evolving. <laughs> evolving. Yes. I like to think of it. Cause like, I know as a parent, I have two kids and I just feel very honed in on the fact that if nothing else, our goal is to not do generational trauma or like move, move the trauma down to, to further generations in whatever way. And I feel like at the very least, we're all doing that because we realize that our parents might have done this and like how it impacted us. So that's just that's that was the start of my a lot of my healing journey was like, oh, what how was my childhood? Whatever. We all get we all get go down that path eventually, I feel like how, how we're impacted and and then and then creating the spaces for for this this healing work and everything that we're doing. So yeah, I I love this and yeah, Anita. So I know that you talked about your program, The Wisdom Way. Your book is Whispers of the Soul. Is there any other final words of wisdom or final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience before we before we wrap up on all these on all these wonderful topics? 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, really, I, th I think I we talked a little bit about it already. It's just focusing on on growing the love for self. And what does that what does that mean for you? What what are some self love activities that you can do? Mm -hmm. Just like to take a few minutes to identify what those things are to work on nurturing your mm -hmm. your your soul, your soul care. And I I have I. I Thing. I don't know if you and I talked about this, but I've got a, a free download of some stuff oh, that we, yeah. we talked about. A lot of the stuff that we talked about today, but there's a few more nuggets in there that might be enjoyable for, for your listeners. Yeah. And they can find that at joyfuljourney.ca. And, mm -hmm. and there's yeah a lot of little gifts that I, I send to, to people to help them on their, their journey of becoming their best self and creating a life of, of love and meaning and joy amazing yes that's what we all want i love it so i know you mentioned the website and what about on social media is there any places people like to follow you or that you like to post and, and get the word out on everything that you do yeah i'm on on facebook and on instagram and and on tiktok dude wow geez i'm on tiktok <laughs> yes, too <laughs> we all start i just recently i don't know i think i'm i think i'm in like the prison or whatever what because i'm not getting <laughs> Oh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That what TikTok did you do? Is, I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah, so yeah I get it. That's so funny. Well, yeah, I'm, awesome. We'll I'm Anita Adams on those platforms. So you can. Anita Adams. Yeah. yeah. I think it's it might be cool. Anita Adams 604. I'll have to. I'll oh my you, gosh. Do you, do you have show notes and stuff? We can. Yeah, I'm going to have, yeah. I'll, I'll have, we'll have all of the, the links uh, posted to your website and to your awesome. socials on the show notes. Yeah. So that'll be a great place for people to go and get the free downloads because that's always helpful and have some free resources and yeah. get some, some of this information and help for free. So yeah, I just love that. Anita, thank you so much. It's been yeah. a pleasure having you today. <laughs> yeah, thank you. What, what I, I feel like it was a, an inspired conversation that you led. So thank you so much. The energy, I feel the energy, the vibration is high. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we all need this work and yeah. we all, we all come in at different points and with different backgrounds and perspectives and spiritual journeys and practices. And like everyone has their, their own, unique offer and what they're bringing to the world right now. And this work is really about embracing that and obviously coaching and having the help along the way and also working with different healers and practitioners with all different kinds of modalities and backgrounds. And that's what I enjoy. I like enjoy learning about what everyone does and doing this work to collectively and yeah. finding those those common ground themes. So that's I love awesome. it. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh, Anita. And I'm so excited to be on your show. I think next week we are, we're going to schedule that out. So thank, thank you for being here today. I'm so excited. Excited. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to have you in the future. <laughs> awesome. Likewise. <laughs> Thank All right, you. Anita. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at that website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at 
Thank you again for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light. 